Hello people, how are you? I hope you're all very, very well. Welcome to episode eight of the When in Yorkshire podcast. My name is Lucio and this week I will be talking to Dylan Slocum of Spanish Love Songs. We met at the Key Club in Leeds, um, swiftly becoming one of the most popular venues for recording these podcasts. Um, whilst they were on tour supporting Ducking Punches, um, see earlier episodes with Dan Allen um, for the same gig. Um, it was a great, great lineup. Um, I didn't get a chance to also chat to We Bless This Mess, um, but they were they were great as well. And if you haven't heard of them, then well worth checking out. They did a, a great full European tour, I believe, all three of them. Um, and it's a great lineup. So, yeah, I spoke to Dylan. Um, I hadn't heard of um, Spanish love songs for very long, to be perfectly honest. And I think I, I told him this, that I only really discovered them on the back of the fact that they were touring with Ducking Punches um, and thought I'd, I'd have a listen. And uh, I, th- I think they're great. They're probably one of the my favourite bands that I found out about last year in, in 2018. Um, and I've, I haven't stopped listening to them. Generally um, worth checking out. They're on, on Spotify. Um, and Dylan was a, was a great guy. Really nice to, to talk to. He has a a life that sort of is very very creative um and definitely a bit jealous of some of the stuff that he's he's up to and the places that he's been he gets to travel all over the place um but yeah genuinely nice guy with a, a great chat um i won't go into too much more information so in, enjoy the episode this is episode eight with dylan slocum of spanish love songs I'm here with Dylan Slocum. Have I said that right? You you have. Awesome. Got it right. Off to, off to a winner. Yeah, so, it's it's a great start. So uh, sounds great uh, in the native British tongue. It's yeah, a, it's a British surname. Oh, is it? Where's it from? Uh, Isle of Wight, I think, in okay. Devon. Like I don't know. I think that. Okay. Pretty sure. I yeah. don't know. It's been generations. Nice. Um. So yeah. Well, welcome to Yorkshire. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, we're excited to be here. It's uh. It's been an amazing tour. So yeah, can't really can't really complain. Awesome. I'm a little tired, but other than that, you know, that's to be expected. Yeah, I have. I'm normally pretty good about sleeping and saving my voice, and uh, they kept me up real late last night in in Edinburgh. So, All right. Okay, happens. so you've been to Scotland as well. Yeah, we just went yesterday. First time. First time. Yeah. How did you, How did you find that? It was amazing. It's like the most picturesque city. Yeah. It's the most picturesque city I've seen other than Prague. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see They're the similarities. Both just. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like stepping back in time, and like Bruges is the same way, I guess. Okay, like, I've not yeah. been to Bruges, but yeah. It's very cool. Uh, yeah, it's great. I didn't get to do much. We got there. I ran down to the Christmas market, <laughs> drank some whiskey. Uh, Buckfast? Ra- did you get any Buckfast? I did not get any oh, Buckfast. Was it good? Uh, it, it's like sweet, sweet, sweet wine, oh. cider. It's... But it's an experience. Okay. Something that, you know, that well, and Iron Brew, those are the... You okay. Know, I was shocked that. because everybody was drinking Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, wait, we're in the yeah, the land yeah. of scotch and this American bourbon is... There should is be a Glen in there somewhere. Yeah. Some Glen. I mean, there w- yeah, Glen, <laughs> Glen Jack Daniels. Um, no, it was wild. Although I did have a Jack and Coke with Amaretto. And that okay. is actually, might be my new favorite drink. It's yeah, so yeah. good. It's so sweet. It's like nectar. Uh, but yeah, it was it great. It sounds dangerous. Yeah, it, I put down a few of them after after the show. 
uh, it was great. And then on the way out of it this morning, my grandmother texted me and she's like, hey, you know that your great great grandmother was born and raised in Edinburgh and your whole fa- oh, like wow. half our family's from there. And I was like, nope, nope. didn't know that. Thanks <laughs> for telling me. Would have been cool to look some stuff up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I guess so. So now awesome. I have a reason to go back. Yeah, definitely. Not that um, I didn't. No, no. It's, yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great city. And if you can go during the summer, they have um, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah, I have, is, a, I have some amazing. friends that perform on that, um, yeah. like stand-up comics that do it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, any, it's very cool. Any, any names? Who no, just know. random people. Okay. Smaller people. Cool. It's, oh, it's, it's a great festival. So yeah. it's, it's such an experience. It takes over the whole city for the summer. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah, so uh, how how's this tour going so far? It's going as well as we could possibly have hoped. Yeah. Um, Shows have all been great. They've been well attended. People are into it. People, I mean, people like us. It's yeah. it's a great feeling. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know how else to, to uh, what else to say. No, that, like, that's it's just ticks been, all the boxes. It's it? been one of the best tours we've ever done, and also we get to do it with some of our best friends, which is yeah. very nice. Yeah, you've and, toured uh, with with Ducking Punches before. Is that right? Yeah, they came out to the to the states last fall in like October. And we put them up on some shows on the West Coast, which were not as good as these shows. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Uh, but they but got to go to the States. They got to go to the States. So and both of our bands were in different places back yeah. then. Um, you know, uh, what a difference a year can make. But uh, in return for that, I asked Dan if he would help us come over here for the first time. Nice. And he was gracious enough to offer that. Uh, he could have said no, yeah. <laughs> which would have been mean. But, I mean, <laughs> well within his rights. So, uh, yeah, it's been great. It's been great to, like, hang out with friends and you know, see, see uh, it's our first time here and like see a bunch of new places and uh, play some like amazing shows to amazing crowds. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so let's sort of get into how you got into music. Um, so I like to start way back at the beginning. Uh, car, okay. mu- car music. So music okay. that you listen to as a kid, not necessarily your choice. Okay. Is anything to sort of jump out? Any yeah. Um, I mean, my entire childhood was Bruce Springsteen songs, um, oh, which right. I'm not mad at. Uh, so that was great. Yeah. Um, let's see. My parents loved the offspring, which I got a lot of, I got a lot of green day. So I had, I had both, uh, the offspring smash and green days dookie given to me by my older brother when I was six. Wow. Which is very cool. That's young. Um, That's yeah, it's young. very wow. young to be listening. Fucking hell. Like I always wanted to sing along to bad habit cause yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many curse words in it, but Absolutely. I was also like eight years old being like yeah i think let me say the f word mom and she's like no it's weird um so that was cool uh what else that's a hell of a song to drive to like be in the car right (laughs) and we listen to that a lot um (laughs) then a lot of like country music shania twain the dixie chicks nice um we were talking about the dixie chicks earlier how great they are uh dwight yoakam let's see what else was in the background a lot a lot of pop music you know early 90s was Early nineties was a great time for music. I can't think of bad songs or bad. I mean, there were, but yeah, you but know. they've all got the yeah. I, I, I see. I mean, they've got a lot of character, a lot more character that you than yeah. A lot of the sort of the, the similar genre now. Yeah, we've been listening to the nineties radio station here on the drives, and it's it's hit after hit after hit. Yeah. And we're just like, oh man, the nineties were awesome. I understand why everybody wants to try to recreate them, even though it's kind of stupid to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. So how how do you think they sort of they sort of shaped you. I mean, I can I can see the sort of the the punk rock, the you know the Green Day, the Offspring. How do you think the other stuff sort of influenced you going forward? Like in well, you know, like the the punk rock, like the Green Day, Offspring, and then Blink One Eighty Two. I forgot to mention. Yeah. Obviously, being from Southern California, they were the biggest band for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like they, you know, they 
they grew up 45 minutes from where I grew up type thing. So it's like, oh, well, Blink-182. Wow. So you're involved in that. Well, sort of yeah, yeah. To experience like that, they that sing about sombreros. Hype. I know yeah, where, yeah. like I went to sombreros, like that type of thing. Um, and it was cool. Uh, so like that shaped obviously what I wanted to do. Yeah. Like the skills that I learned on guitar is like how to play Blink-182 riffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the country music and the Springsteen, you know, the Beatles when I got played at my house. All that stuff just kind of bled, I think, into the kind of storytelling side of things, especially okay, the Springsteen so aspect of it. That yeah, that I think more like influence. that because yeah, yeah. I didn't want to sing about, like, I don't know, having sex with people's grandparents or something. <laughs> I don't know, like whatever the <laughs> what blank. There's a blank song? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah know okay, if it's, okay. Oh, wait. No, yeah. his grandpa eats hot dogs in that song. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of sex with people's parents a lot of sex with yeah. parents and dogs yeah, and yeah, yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't interested in okay. that yeah. um even in my younger days i was much more of like an emo kid okay like i was singing sad songs yeah even if who, they was, were terrible. who was your emo band of choice oh man what era <laughs> like first, i think it started with like i think the first like fully emo type of band that like took me over was thursday yeah, that's a good like start. When Full Collapse came out, yeah. that was huge. Um, the first Taking Back Sunday album was incredible. Yeah. The first, <laughs> the early brand new albums were very important to me. Uh, we will not talk. I mean, yeah. obviously, we will not ever listen to them again. Um, it's a shame. It was, uh, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's uh, people suck. Like yeah. people are scumbags. Um, so, but those are important albums of my youth. Yeah, I wish I didn't. I wish I hadn't listened to them, knowing what they're we're representing now um say anything was also very big like when i was getting yeah. out of high school um yeah i think those and then like from there i obviously discovered some of the older stuff i remember get up kids are big like in my little circle of friends uh we just got to see them at fest that was great it was so cool uh um, oh, when you, you know, were playing yeah they played oh, at the main awesome. stage um american football like we slowly yeah, you yeah. know discovered all that stuff because we were I was like nine years old when that American football album came out, so I wasn't going to discover that organically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then kind of worked our way backwards from that. So it was really cool, but it was it's definitely more like newer emo type stuff. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, oh, Dashboard Confessional, obviously. Yeah. Who didn't love Dashboard? Absolutely. I mean, it's still, they're still a big part. I mean, I, th- I think they were... I think they were here recently. I've got a really, yeah. He's he's yeah. he has a new album out. He's like on yeah, a cycle yeah. right now. He's doing it. It's great. He finally he doesn't sound like Dashboard anymore. No, though. no. Which like obviously he doesn't. It, but it's, it's, it's been, it's still been fifteen there. years. Yeah. Like I hope he doesn't sound like that anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the, all you know. All that stuff was very cool. Awesome. And do do you remember? I was. Do you remember like your first gig that you went to? First time you saw some live music. First time I went to a gig by myself. I, the first gig I went to ever. Ever, I definitely went to some were. stuff with my parents. I don't remember what. I, de- I definitely went to a bunch of local shows too, yeah. like like church shows. Um, so that was sort of your first introduction to live music. Yeah, there was like bands like Letter Kills. I don't know if you remember them. No. They were a band that was playing a lot. Um, I remember seeing like early Finch had some stuff, yeah, yeah. but it was when they were a local band. Um, homegrown a lot but the yeah. first like gig i went to on my own that i can like remember was like my gig like, yeah that you to, chose was, to go to i chose to go to even though my mom had to drive us was uh the ataris and rufio was opening for them oh that awesome. was it I was before rufio. they released so long astoria okay was, like, yeah, yeah in the era after end is forever and god they were my favorite band in the world they were so good yeah he's a 
Chris is a busy guy. <laughs> like yeah. he has a, a lot of control over all of that. And yeah, things, it's so, so crazy. It's funny. I tweet. <laughs> I made. I had this tweet where I was like. I always wanted to be the kid because they like used to let people play San Diego's high school football rules yeah, yeah. at their shows to close it out. And it's like, I always wanted to be the kid who played that, who played San Diego's high school football rules live with the Ataris, but I could only ever learn the first 30 seconds of any song. <laughs> Just making a joke. Yeah, yeah. And I am assuming it's him because it was his voice. He tweeted back at me like, you can do anything if you follow your heart. Just stick with it. Yes. And like not knowing that it was a tweet from yeah. a band who's like working. That's like, amazing. I can clearly play that song. So now my new goal, uh, I've mentioned this on another on a podcast. My new goal is Blue Skies Broken Hearts turns twenty next year. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming because he's doing fifteen year anniversary tours yeah, for so long. Sorry, I'm assuming that. he's doing a twenty for it. I'm going to play San Dimas to close out the set at one of the twentieth shows. I'm going to make it that's, happen. That's a bucket list. Chris I'm Rowe, right there. if you hear this, yeah, uh, yeah, that's 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 the I mean, it won't happen, but it would be really funny. I just love that he tweeted, <laughs> like, follow your, follow your dreams. Happen. I'm going to follow my dreams and Do make it. it happen. Do it. Like, you should, uh, you should yeah. just, like, send him a link to one of your videos. Just go, thanks for your words of encouragement. Yeah. Look what, you've, look look what, what, I, you've look what I can do <laughs> in the six months since <laughs> I've <laughs> tweeted you. Yeah, it's, it's it. so funny. Like, 10-year-old <laughs> me would be so psyched. Yeah. I mean, 30-year-old me would be psyched, too, but, like, he'd be psyched for 10-year-old me. I don't know. That was yeah. another album that my brother gave me, and I was just like, I was 10 years old. I didn't know what he was like i don't know about relationships or anything but i was yeah. just like i feel this like or the i was, 80s, I was or a the 80s movies that yeah yeah exactly so, so much featured in those I lo- yeah. I love, yeah listening to pop punk and emo music ruined me for many many years of just like being a sad emo boy I'm like oh girl, <laughs> girls don't like me <laughs> you know i'm worthless um it's character like building it's yeah i guess it's, it's taken me you know <laughs> 15 years to get over it all you're uh, fully over it now over being an emo kid, yeah. Now I'm just a sad yeah. adult. It's it's fine, That's but I I don't hate myself in the same ways. I think I hate myself in more rational ways. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I don't think that like people don't want to talk to me. I just think that I rub people the wrong way when they do talk to me. I think it's more rational. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's reasonable. That's, yeah. just, that's just personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. I used to think that people fine. didn't like you because you were like, I was fat or unattractive or this. It's just, I'm just yeah. a dick. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's fine. Like you can make peace with that. Yeah. That's, that's growth. Fine. That's yeah. personal growth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. And, and do, you, do you remember your first gig as a, as a performer? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, it depends. There's a few different ones. Um, I like played. I like filled into my with my brothers' bands a lot when I was in like early high school. Okay. Um, on guitar? Is that is that always been your instrument? Yeah, I've always played. I filled in on bass a few times, but it was just basically playing guitar on a yeah, bass. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like my first like official, this is my band. This is what I'm doing. Gig. I was 17. Um, because I would always pl- I had played in other bands and like we had always been like garage bands where we play like house shows. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, I was in an emo band called Our Hearts Collide. That was my that's, high point of early high school. That's an amazing emo name. So good. Uh, I was the singer guitar player, and we had a screamer who just you who have just to. screamed. Yeah. You have to. Um, so it, like we played like a garage show with that band, but I don't count that as a show. But uh, I played a battle of the bands in my high school with my band, the Math Leads, um, <laughs> and it was a bunch of like straight A students who started like a like an electric pop punk band sort okay. of like hello goodbye yeah, yeah. In the day. hopefully all of the lyrics were equation based they weren't i wasn't that smart uh, yet they were all kind of like because again i was an emo kid like 
the one song that we played a lot that we the only song we ever recorded was a band or was a song like about going to an arcade and like watching your ex girlfriend play a video game with her new boyfriend. Oh, brutal! <laughs> it makes you sad. Yeah, <laughs> that was that song. Yeah, that was our <laughs> that was our hit song in quotation marks. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was our first show we played, and we had like. It was two guitarists, a keyboardist who ran a keyboard and a sequencer, and a drummer. Yeah. And it was like a battle of bands, so we got judged. And one of our friend's dads was the judge, and her dad was like, if you're going to use a sequencer, know how to use it, or something like that. And we are like, cool, yeah. thanks, dude. Like, I programmed all the like the sequence stuff in like Fruity Loops and was just triggering it like <laughs> on the spot. Loops, yes. like, we didn't have any MIDI thing triggering <laughs> yeah, it. Like, yeah. We didn't know what we were no, doing. We just, just hit a button, and it's just like... Just now the drum roll starts. Yeah, now yeah. the digital drum roll yeah. starts over the real drum roll, like stuff like that. And I didn't know what we were doing, and like the synthesizer was going out of time, and we were just like, I don't, I don't care. Like we, we it's punk rock. Yeah, it was it was punk rock, and in, in yeah, it was bad. <laughs> no escaping. We got disqualified because our bassist was nineteen. Was that <laughs> and was we weren't allowed to have an out of high school instrument, uh, out of high school member. Well, and not even so some, a, some ska band one. Not even having like an insider judge. You, you yeah. Even, no, we couldn't, couldn't even win. Sw- no, oh, we were screwed. Oh, we, we were robbed. I thought that's how where that was going. That, yeah. You know, it was a foregone conclusion. You were. Yeah. You were no, winning. we were we were robbed. Dang oh, it. Oh man, man, things could have been so different. If only the math. <laughs> we we were ahead of our time. Yeah. Playing playing, pop punk with synthesizers. I mean, yeah. This is, yeah. We weren't. We were doing what we thought was cool. That's cool. It, that, and I, you know, that, I think that's, you hear like, um, I think I must have heard Dave Grohl say it about 50 times. Just, you know, the most important thing for kids starting a band is to suck. Basically, <laughs> just to get, he just said, you know, get in a band, get in a band, find a room, get some instruments. Yeah. It doesn't matter what. And just make some awful noise. Yeah. And, and just do it until you find what you like about it. And then just, you know, that's, that's the yeah. thing. As long as you find your passion. No, that makes then. sense. I actually, I regret not doing that more because I, I had so many other things going on. I was a college baseball player. Uh, okay. And then I finished college. I hurt my knee and stopped doing that and I played in bands, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. yeah. It was always kind of a hobby. And so I didn't really like start fronting my own band really until this band. And I was 26, 27 right. when that happened. And then like, didn't figure out how to write good songs until then. So like, yeah, I wish I had been doing that since I was 15 because I would be a lot further along than, you know, 30 and just figuring all this out. But I mean, it's fine. I'm a late late bloomer. You're doing well. So yeah, yeah, I've, um, I've only just sort of discovered Spanish love songs Mm -hmm. in the last, I don't know, month, just probably just over a month since I I saw that you were touring with, um, Mm -hmm. with docking bunches. Um, so hit Spotify and yeah, yeah. rinsing that. And yeah, it's great. Um, so you do like you know, in terms of like lyrics, I think they're great. That you know that's immediately what what hooked me. Yeah, so I was bought into I was bought into the stories. Yeah, um, yeah, the 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 really vivid pictures. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it's not not necessarily everything that I can relate to. Yeah, yeah. But I can enjoy being part of that story for that for that time. Yeah, absolutely, so I think, absolutely. Like where where does that sort of come from? Uh. In terms of you know where where do you where do you the inspiration for that style, not necessarily the content, but the style of writing. What is it that, you know? Oh, that's driving that? I don't yeah. know. I've always found, I've always thought I was weird at songwriting. Um, I mean, obviously there's no sort of ambiguity about, about yeah. a lot of the lyrics. It's, it's straight up there. Yeah. I, in I, your face. I try to be as specific as possible. I hate, yeah. I hate when people are generic about things. I think, you know, 
generic being generic has its place and that place is in pop music and that's fine but like you know i i have a joke that i like just always say like every edm song i've ever heard is like live for the now and then like there's a big <laughs> drop right and i get it because that's that's what they're yeah, doing yeah. that's great and i hate it i hate yeah. it so much i hate i hate platitudes and i hate just being you know saying nothing um it's like my biggest gripe with a lot of bands is like, what are you singing about? I don't care. Yeah. Like, you're not saying anything. Stop it. You're especially in like the age of YouTube and SoundCloud and like you're cluttering the airwaves with your nonsense, yeah. um, which sounds elitist, but I don't, I don't care. Like I, this is my no, personal opinion. I just that's don't the thing. like, it's taste, isn't it? yeah, I just don't like things that don't mean anything. And this happens, this is with TV mu- movies, any books. Like, yeah, I don't want a bunch of nonsense. Um, so I think that, shaped it and yeah i just try to be as specific as possible because i found that like in being as specific as possible i can i've at least in our experience people relate more to those even if it's like me literally talking about sitting on my couch with bronchitis in atlanta (laughs) and only moving to go get two pizzas delivered to my door so i didn't have to i could eat pizza only that, that weekend like that's a specific experience to me, but I think people have felt similar <laughs> yeah, course, to that. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, it's that kind of like, uh, you know, universal universality by universality. I don't know. It's universal in its specificity. I, yeah, I'm tired. Uh, whatever that word is. Uh, so yeah, we just try to do that. And I think that's just the natural way I like to write. I like, you know, even when I'm, I came up as a, I was a creative writing major in college and I did a lot of, you know, nonfiction and then yeah. I was doing short story stuff and I work, you know, I work in the film industry currently and, you know, it's all like all of the stuff in th- of the last decade of my life has led towards me like paring down anything that's unessential, inessential. Yeah, okay. Unessential, and, yeah. Yeah, unessential. <laughs> really, really fumbling <laughs> over words right now. Uh, paring everything down and then, you know, getting to what actually matters to me and then, you know, hopefully people enjoy it. But yeah, I think that's kind of the, the driving force. And also like, you know, the storytelling like that, I think a lot of it goes back to, you know, my musical influences. Somebody like Bruce Springsteen or yeah. especially Bruce Springsteen, like just vivid stories where you're like, I can see that. Absolutely. He creates yeah, characters. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Yeah. So there's villages in his story, you know. They, yeah, you I, know I wish I had on. that level of ability, but, you know, I'll just, I'll, I like to take that and just point it at myself. Um, yeah. You know. Not that the person in, in that is not just a character of me, but it's still like it's largely me. Like, yeah, it, I'm, not, I, I, yeah. I'm a little slow. It's never really dawned on me that I could write songs about characters. <laughs> like I just had that realization like a year ago. Like as we were putting this album out, I was like, yeah. "Oh, I could write about other fake people." Yeah, and that just I don't know. People it's, have done it. It feels it's, weird yeah. to me. You know. No, and I like guess I, whatever the connection that you have with it, you know, if, that, if that's what naturally comes out. Yeah, happens, yeah. like. Yeah, I could never be in like a coheed and Cambria type band. I just don't have the, I don't have the uh, the ability Coheed. to do that. Yeah, coheed's <laughs> yeah. great, and I love them for what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. But I would never be able to pull that off, like to that, create a sci-fi yeah. world with music. Like, it's, this is cool. it's a hell of a feat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't understand it, and that's great. And yeah. like I'll, I'll move on and love it. I'll don't just take it, my little. It. I'll take my little like you know three a.m anxious journal entries and find a way to edit those into songs uh as opposed to you know writing some yeah yeah so you mentioned you do stuff in the in the film industry what's yeah. uh, give me some information on that what's oh it's nothing except i mean it's a pe- it's the same as like it's 
I guess it's the same thing I'm doing in this industry, which is kind of struggling to get my stuff made and like do. Okay. So I, as I a, work a for a film director with the aspirations of writing and directing. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of where I spent my mid twenties. Yeah. And then this band was kind of a hobby while I was in film school, or the old, the previous, the previous iteration of this band before it became this band was kind of a hobby. Uh, and then in the last like two years this band has really taken a different turn than i was expecting it to and so now here i am and yeah the film industry side of my career is suffering quite greatly and that's fine because i'd rather be do- this is my first love and i'd rather be doing this okay um that's just that was another outlet that like also felt more responsible <laughs> which it's not it's <laughs> still okay? it's yeah, still yeah. a pipe dream but it's a pipe dream that pays yeah. so much better than the, the yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in terms of perception, yeah. Like so Hollywood has uh, has more dollars attached. There's to a it. lot more. Yeah. Even yeah, even my like crappy director's assistant job. When I'm on a movie, I make more money than yeah. I've ever made in the band, which is insane. It's like getting time. people coffee. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But no, it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Oh. Have you have you worked on anything that uh, anything that no, that we'd know? Yeah, I uh, let's see. The most recent thing we did was a movie called Truth or Dare. Okay, yeah, I've heard. It was a horror I've movie that came out the, earlier the title, this year. Yeah, it's like a like a Blumhouse is a company that makes these. You yeah. know, uh, low. They're considered low budget. It's you know like five million dollar horror yeah, movies yeah. that do super well around the world. Okay. Um, so we did a movie with them called Truth or Dare. Uh, we're currently working on a movie. I, I can't really say we because I'm not there at the moment. Uh, we're doing a Fantasy Island reboot. Oh wow! Um, it's cool. going to be a horror movie for Blumhouse again. Nice. That I yeah I'm I'm baby producing. Like that just means that I've helped on some very small insignificant stuff, but I've been around long enough to warrant the credit. Yeah yeah yeah. But uh but it's happening right now in Fiji and it starts shooting wow. in January. But I'm not going because of the band. <laughs> I've got stuff to do. Cool. Which well, is I great. Mean, that, they they understand. I'm still working. Yeah. I'm just working from email as Remote. opposed to being in Fiji <laughs> for three working. months. Yeah. yeah, I wrote most of Schmaltz while I was working on a movie in Atlanta, and uh, I don't want to have that experience again. Yeah, <laughs> it was fair enough. It was a lot. Like, I was losing my mind. Yeah, um, but it was fine. I was just working really long hours, and I knew nobody there, and was just depressed. Uh, and it was like w- winter time in Atlanta, so like. It gets gloomy there sometimes. Like I didn't see the sun for three weeks, and I was like, "What is happening to me?" And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was well, great. the out, the output's good. Yeah, so yeah, I, I made my, uh, the rest of my band's like, "No, you should go to Fiji." And, yeah. and ha- but I'm like, it's too happy there. It's too sunny. Yeah, yeah. It's islands like uh, I won't. You, you want to go to like I don't know, like like Iceland or something? Yeah, I need to, I need to go to Scotland. It was dark at three thirty in Scotland yesterday, yeah. and we were like, "This is weird." Yeah, and you've had, you've had some just classic weather as well. For, it was great. But, I, lo- I, I, I live for cold like weather. No. I never get it. So yeah, when we uh, get it, I'm so excited. Like swap. I, when I get to wear summer. a winter jacket, I'm just like, <laughs> yes. No. I had to buy a winter jacket for touring this year. Like that's how. That's how little I've been in winter weather. Um, I, yeah. It's just. It's just. It doesn't stop. It doesn't <laughs> stop. <laughs> but it's so nice. It's so cold. You're not sweating <laughs> everywhere you go. I don't know. I'm a big man too. So like. I don't like to sweat. No, fair enough. Fair no. enough. Yeah, it's, it's guess you know. Yeah, if I, I was as skinny as like you take, the, you take the summer, f- the sun for granted. But I definitely you know. do. I, I hate it. I hate <laughs> the sun. Let's blow up the sun. This is hurting my ears. Yeah, 
Did you see? I don't know if it was real, but apparently there was like a CNN report the other day. It's like maybe to combat global warming, we can dim the sun by like spraying <laughs> stuff into the atmosphere. And I just thought of the Simpsons. Like yeah. we're just gonna we're gonna dim the sun. But, yeah. So I hope that works. That'd e- be great for me. Elon Musk would be, be bad for you it. guys. Yeah. Because you guys already don't, don't get enough sun. Oh, man. No, we yeah. had we had our, we had our best summer ever this year. It was it was like longer than a week. And, Courtesy uh, of global warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. At the like the country went nuts. It was you guys are gonna really love it when the world's ending and it's like warm here all year. You're gonna be like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. If I guess I'm just kidding. I, I, I guess if uh, <laughs> I guess if Trump has his way, that's what's oh, gonna God. happen. God, it's been nice being away. Like, yeah. My my news updates still come in, but it's easier to ignore because yeah. I'm not surrounded by it. Oh. As we like are tear gassing children at the border and stuff. But you know, real. Real happy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Real um, good stuff to talk about. Yeah. One th- one thing to mention though, if you do it, like just to you know it, to kind of put him into perspective, there's a there's a British comedian called Peter Serafinowitz. Mm-hmm. You aware of him? Uh, I know the name. He does uh, he does um, like YouTube videos uh-huh. of sassy Trump. Okay. Okay. Um, he basically started trying to do like bad lip reading. Okay. And, like taking like his interviews, and then he was like, "I'm just gonna say what he really means." Okay. And then after a while of doing, it, he's like, "No, oh, fuck it. He's saying what he means." Yeah. So he basically just he just redubs it in a sassy voice. Okay. And and it's fucking hilarious. Okay. I'll check that and out. It's terrifying. Yeah. It, it really highlights when you, when you really get what he's. Of what's yeah. Going on. If you think about it, right. he is the Spanish love songs of. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he just says what he wants. He just says yeah, it yeah. directly. There's no yeah, hiding. Yeah. No, and it's, ter- it's a bad it's joke. Terrifying. I should never compare us. Yeah. I don't even like talking about it. it makes me bummed. Right. We'll we'll move on from. Yeah, that. that's fine. So um, yeah, uh, what what's coming up? What plans have you got that you can share? Well, we will be back here. Uh, we've announced Sabam Fest in Austria okay. and Uncle M Fest in Germany and in name. Munster. Yep, um, for early like April of next year. Cool. Uh, so we'll be back over there. I would say we probably won't be coming over just for two festival dates. Yeah, yeah. So you can look for some tour dates that I cannot talk about. Okay. Although if you see <laughs> me at a show, I'll tell you exactly where we're going to be. People <laughs> be like, "Are you coming back?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah. we're coming back on beep beep." Like I just I just tell people our plans. Uh, I really shouldn't do that, but I don't care. Um, it keeps people excited. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, I I don't know. I hate when I talk to Ben. Like, well, what are you doing? And they're like, we can't, can't, tell, t- you. can't tell you. It's, it's like, top secret. Come on, I'd, man. I'd have to kill you. You're not, like, you're not saving the world. You're playing a, <laughs> you're playing a freaking rock show. Like, just tell me where you're going to be. I would like to plan my, you know, would like to plan my month out. Yeah. Um, other than that, kind of looking at some support stuff for next year that we can't announce because it's not locked in cool um okay. but we're that's, that's <laughs> talking fair. about that's, it. that's fair enough uh, that's and then control. we're all gonna go home and work and save money and write another album awesome and possibly some singles before that hopefully uh, i've set a goal that i will not say out loud but i have it in my head about when we want to start putting some singles out uh you know, finding uh, finding a new partner to release the next album on. AF has been great. Um, they're our homies, but like at AF's own urging, we're gonna find a new okay. partner. To, like, it's mu- it's, we're it's trying a mutual to, thing. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. mutual. That's cool. We had a great dinner in Pittsburgh where we were both too like we didn't want to hurt each other's feelings. Yeah, me and, me and my buddy who runs it, and we were just like, yeah, but uh, 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 and we got to the point where we're like, no, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep this thing going and and, and growing and building it yeah. out. Um, so that's, I don't know, I probably shouldn't have said that, but whatever, that's fine. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, they're going to try not to get fired from our jobs, I guess, and then we're going to tour as much as we can. Uh, and then, yeah, we might move. I don't know. LA's expensive. Yeah, but we're I talking about moving. And cool. Yeah, that's it's all. Next year's a weird year for us because we put out this album in March and like we've toured on it. A t- we've done like twenty weeks this year, which is like five times more than we've ever done. <laughs> all right. And so next year we're like, okay, what's next? Because you know everybody's like. You can keep kind of grinding on this, but you really should just go write another album because yeah, like yeah. people don't care anymore. Like people care obviously, yeah, and, and in the last, it's weird. In the last four months, the album I think has actually done better than in the previous four. I think it's like weirdly kind of started to catch on in a more like exponential way. Where like uh, we're noticing the shows growing bigger and bigger, and, and cool, uh, that's it's, good. It's, yeah, it's been yeah. it's been a weird experience to like see because we've never had that. Um, but you know, we live in an era of like constant constant a barrage of music coming at you from every angle uh like it's inescapable and especially yeah. just spotify yeah you, know, absolutely. It's like, you gotta get those stream streaming numbers up yeah so it might be nice to just sit back and you know write three songs like instead of having the pressure of writing an album and like having everything fit in it might be fun to like go do three songs and release them a few months apart yeah, yeah. as we're cool. kind of putzing around and figuring out what the next album is going to be um and also buy us some time to like figure out the rest of our lives. <laughs> we're, we're in a weird place where yeah. like you got to t- decide if you're taking that next leap. Yeah, I we guess. have to treat it you like we are. We have to treat yeah, this like yeah. a full time band, but we don't get paid like a full time band yet. Yeah. Um, so we're like figuring that out, and it's it's you know nobody ever talks about that part. Yeah, like in their songs, nobody's well, there like you go. That's, oh, that's being a, a mid level band. You know, yeah. not even mid level, being a lower, yeah. an upper low level band. <laughs> I guess I don't even. I don't know if I would put us there. Being a band who like has some people who likes them. Yeah. Um, well, you're a long way from home, so you're obviously doing something. That's, yeah, that's, that's I good. I tend to undercut. I don't know. I never want to come across as pretentious and think that we're like we're some hot shit. Yeah. But it, I also tend to undercut in the other direction where I put us down like we're no like we're nothing. <laughs> um, like obviously you, what we you do probably means shouldn't something write your to press some people. Releases, I don't. No. Yeah, my our <laughs> press releases would be like, hey, <laughs> here's a thing check it out maybe it's okay you know there was one review of our album that was it like called it like good not great yeah and it didn't mean it in a mean way it meant it as like i can't wait to see what they do next yeah, like yeah. the next album the, the, yeah. yeah but for me that good not great i'm just like that's us man <laughs> that's us so we say it a lot we have i think we have a sticker design coming out with that too but like good yeah. not great is like our catchphrase for the album yeah you should um, have you should have that as the review on the like on, yeah, on, the, on the cd not great <laughs> yeah, on the like that, yeah that's how we that's how we kind of feel about it you know that's how i feel generally too yeah. like in my life like i'm good not great you know I'm like, a, a, I'm like a six out of ten that's not bad that's not bad it's, yeah. above, it's above average it's got to be yeah there's there's a, a, yeah i feel like uh, yeah i feel like most days i'm a six out of ten there's, there's a british comedian called Stuart lee who um he is an acquired taste for a lot of people he's doing yeah. really well commercially now in, okay in the uk and stuff but um he got a review from like a, a trashy tabloid um, that said, as funny as the bubonic plague. And he, he used that for like a decade on all of his posters. I like that. He was just, and, like, and, like, and quoted them, you know, it's referenced yeah. where it was from. It's basically, you know, if you read this, you know, probably shouldn't come to my shows. Yeah. Ba- basically picking his audience. That's great. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think, you know, if you like a band who is pleasantly mediocre you can come come find us <laughs> this, is, this is the place to be this is it this is you've, you're home awesome yeah. well uh yeah i look forward to seeing a pleasantly mediocre show then. <laughs> so it's that's i that's probably an app now nah, the show will be good <laughs> we try our hardest live 
I know we probably shouldn't say that. We try really hard to like put on a good show, and we're still like we're still figuring it out. I w- that makes it sound like we're not good live, though. I think we're <laughs> great live. Um, damn, I'm, re- I'm see, I'm doing it. I'm just undercutting I like, I like everything. Up, yeah, just it's just gonna <laughs> sound like I'm the worst. Like I hate everything we do. No, we're really good live. You should come see us. You know, yep. we're we're good. I'll, I'll attest. Maybe not yeah, great. I've uh, I've smashed you like I say the the your whole playlist on there on Spotify, um, and I'm certainly not bored of it a month in. Hell yeah! And it's it's been pretty much every day, if not every other day, that I've listened to oh, a few tracks. You. Yeah. So yeah, that I think that's good because mission I've, accomplished. I've, I've yeah. got the best attention span because like yeah. you say, there's so much music out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. I'm just like, oh yeah, well this reminds me of this, so I'm gonna start listening to something yeah. else. But you know, I've, occasionally I'll put on the album to like relearn a part that I forgot. Yeah. And I'll be like, this. That's pretty good. Like I'm like I don't hate it. Which yeah. is, it's a good I wasn't in this band. I'd love this band. Yeah. yeah. I, th- damn, that's a good point. Would I like my band if I wasn't in it? I think I would. Yeah. I think. I mean, we're writing songs for ourselves at this point. So like, yeah, I think we would love our band if we weren't in this band because that's the whole point of the band. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. That's a positive note to yeah. end on. So. Yeah. That's great. See, cool. I did it. I like awesome. It. Stuck the landing. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank and you. uh, Yeah. Enjoy the UK and welcome to Yorkshire. Man. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. Have a good one. There you go. That was Dylan Slocum of Spanish Love Songs. As I said, genuinely lovely guy. Um, really nice that at short notice he gave up his time. Um, quite often with, with a lot of these recordings, these are all done just after they've, the band have, uh, have completed their sound check. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really appreciated every time they sort of squeeze a 30-minute slot in. Um, they've got other stuff to do, so it's, it's genuinely appreciated. And I'd strongly recommend going and checking out Spanish Love Songs. The, the whole catalogue that I've discovered on Spotify, I don't know if they have more stuff out there other than what's there, but uh, everything's great that's on there. Um, genuinely, there isn't a track that I've skipped. So, yeah, go check them out, show them some love. Um, they're also on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. So go show them some support. Well worth it. Um, hopefully they'll come back over to the UK fairly soon. I have just seen that they've um, signed up to do... Uh, there's a, a punk festival with a, with an amazing lineup in the US, um, including Less Than Jake um, and, and a whole host of others. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, thank you very much and good night. <laughs>